0: Good afternoon, good evening, whatever time of day it is, y'all come on in, y'all have a seat, light your blunts up, pour your drink, and come fill me right quick. Welcome to the show. I am your host, Freezer, and if this is your first time listening, I definitely welcome you to this show to the show. On this show, I keep sit a buck around here. I tell interesting stories, all true stories. I talk about whatever's relevant, whatever's going on, whatever is on my mind, I'm going to speak on it. You know, I, you know, I, I try to, you know, like I said, I keep it real. You know, I try to be as open with my life and, you know, who I am. And, on today's show, <clears throat> I'm simply going to talk about me as a beat maker, me with hip-hop, rap. It's just kind of like my journey and how I started with this music shit. Because I've said on a, on a few podcasts ago, like some of the background music that you guys hear, even with the one that you're hearing right now. You know, this is all music. You know that was created by me. Some of it, you know, you'll hear. You know, other artists like my boy Drew Inf. You'll hear some. You'll hear some of his stuff. You know, you'll hear some backyard groove stuff, which I'm gonna start playing. But a lot of the instrumental stuff you're gonna hear is, you know, is all my stuff. Even on the, you know, when I go to break and you hear the little beats on the interludes, those are all music created by me. But I had a beginning. And you guys need to know that. So uh y'all stay tuned, y'all sit tight. <clears throat> I'ma like hit this weed real quick and we and I'm gonna get into it. So I will be right back. All right, y'all check this out. If you want to go to a good eat spot, I'm talking about when you smoke a gang of weed and you just want to just go fuck some food up. And you in L.A., you in the L.A. area. I'm going to tell you where you need to go. You need to go to Stevens. Yes, you heard me right. I said Stevens. It's off of El Segundo in Normandy. <clears throat> Old school spot. They got some of the best hamburgers. The best seasoned fries. You can get you some barbecue sauce with that shit. Ooh, Nick. And they got a colossal burger. Is to die for. I mean, this colossal burger is colossal. It's basically... A heart attack just waiting to happen But they got pastrami man They got breakfast They got all type of shit So if you in the LA area And you hungry than a motherfucker And you just smoked a gang of weed You take your ass to Stevens They they've been there for years I grew up on this spot And everybody that that That, rep- that lived on the 7 And you know what I'm talking about All my homies, my real close homies can vouch for me. Stevens is the spot. So get your ass over there and tell them Breeza sent you. This is a paid advertisement for Floating on Air Productions. All right, welcome back to the show. All right, so <clears throat> like i said in the intro you know i like to make music i've been making music for like over 20 years but you know my music had humble beginnings right <clears throat> you know i've always been pretty you know i've always been pretty talented you know when it comes to music <clears throat> i mean You know, my parents You know, they listened to music When I was a kid, you know They had their parties, you know They would play, you know The Isley Brothers They would play Marvin Gaye You know, I would hear The Delphonics I would hear the Spinners, the Four Tops I mean, you know This is what I grew up on I would hear Lakeside You know, know, because I'm a 70s baby I was born in the 70s Right. So, you know, in the 70s was the disco era. You know, that's when the afros and the bell bottoms and, you know, all that shit was cracking off. But, you know, I'm a little shrimp You know, I don't know no better. But one day, you know, my parents, they, you know, they went to one of their little get togethers with their friends house or whatnot. Now, I'm a baby. I don't know. I'm probably like two, two years old, maybe. But. You know, they had a piano at their house And um, My parents just noticed that I went to the piano And I just started You know, playing, doing the shit You know, that kids do You know, you press a button And you get fascinated by the sound But They took notice, right? They, They took notice at me And they was like Hmm This boy Is, you know He might take an interest in music now, I wasn't playing no songs or no tunes, but I was able, I guess, at a young age to, you know, figure out about tempo and, you know, just how to how to keep a beat in rhythm or whatnot. Right. So they took notice of that. And I guess they wanted to invest in that. So, you know, and as I got older, you know, I was always like the weird kid. I would always walk around just making weird noises and doing, you know, just like sound effects and shit like that. Just because of what I heard, you know, on TV, you know, just like the shit that I used to hear was catchy to me as a kid, you know. And like I used to walk around like beating on my chest and shit like that. So this was way before Bobby McFerrin, you know, way before I even knew who Bobby McFerrin was. I was already doing shit like that. Probably like at seven, eight years old, I was doing shit like that. But, you know, I as I got older, I always wanted to uh, play the drums. Always, I wanted to play the drums. But, you know, I grew up in a household where a lot of the adults back then didn't like a bunch of noise and they definitely wasn't gonna be putting up with me beating on some drums and shit, right? So my dad was like, "All right, nigga, I'm gonna buy I'm gonna invest. I'm gonna buy you a drum set." But you know, he didn't buy me the the real drum set. You know, he bought me the Ricky Dink one. You know, but that was what we could afford. But I couldn't really practice because I didn't want to disturb neighbors, and, you know, and then people didn't want to hear all that noise, so it was kind of like I couldn't really practice, so it just kind of sat there. So the, the way I started practicing was I would grab two pillows I mean two pencils And a pillow That was my drums And then I would like Just like do the hi-hat sound Like with my mouth and shit yeah, hey, You gotta start somewhere But That's where it started And then That led to beatboxing Cause you know, I was, I grew up in the, in the eighties, you know, with the breakdancing era and where like hip hop and like rap, like really started like taking off and shit. So I grew up around people that could spit, you know, I, I grew up around it, you know, so I could never do it, but I grew up around it and I used to listen to it all the time. I mean, I'm talking about, I was listening to real, real MCs. You know, like LL Cool J, Run DMC uh, Cool Mo D, Big Daddy Kane uh, Public Enemy, Special Ed You know, so I grew up around niggas that was spitting You know, I grew up around niggas flowing in the circle and shit And niggas spitting their shit and getting embarrassed, right? You know And then so, as I got older, with this music shit That's when I started beatboxing and shit Started humming tunes And then It's like that led to Okay I got introduced to a keyboard By a friend of mine And It was just like Man this is what I need I can never get one but like this is what I need And she didn't really know how to work the shit But she was showing me what she knew And then after a while I was like Oh shit I figured out how to how to work some shit and just crazy, right? Just crazy shit, right? But that's all I could afford. So I'm gonna take a quick pause for the calls and we gonna, uh, and I'm gonna continue with this story. So I'll be right back. Y'all stay up, stay tuned, keep lighting your blunts up. I'll be right back. You know it's a lot of s- Slow Stupid ass people in this world You know that <clears throat> I mean If you one of these people And you slow as hell And you wanna You know you wanna get Get your shit right If you've been taking The get right pill Then you should've already got that Bitch ass nigga out your system But If you got that out your system But you still struggling with some shit You know you ain't You ain't quite grasped a lot of shit Then nigga I'm gonna tell you nigga What you need to be watching nigga You need to be watching Not reading Rainbow Nah nigga You need to be watching Reading something nigga (laughs) Nigga pick up a book Learn some damn words For real You go to this man Just look You can place your order You can call You can go online And you can just get this shit It's called read something And in the mail You will get a whole lot of shit Just from flashcards To numbers Just so man You can get right man So you can get smart man So you can educate yourself So you won't be out here You know, you trying to trying to spit your game to the girls And you up here You know, can I get you? You don't want that You don't want, come on You don't want want that You don't want the chicks to be laughing at you Like, damn nigga You don't want that nigga So pick up this script Pick up this copy of Read Something And you will learn all it is you need to know And tell them I sent you nigga Get your shit together Alright welcome back to the show Alright so So getting back to the story You know now I'm a little older now And I'm um I still don't have any equipment But you know I'm still Just like honing my craft You know just like listening to shit And it's like I'm gonna tell y'all this It's like The things that I know musically It's like You can't teach I mean you can learn it but it's like you can't really teach what I know It's like you just You gotta have that talent And because I have that ear for music See like And I don't play a lick of instruments I don't read music I don't know how to read it at all I don't understand them notes uh, None of that shit You couldn't You know I don't know what an A flat I mean I know a little bit now But it's like I'm not educated like that But I play by ear And a lot of people can, can play by ear Which is a good talent to have because And I'm pretty good with like Remaking music You know like if Like if I'm bored I'll just like You know what I feel like Remaking this song And it's like I'll just do that shit But see like My talent is It's like If I'm gonna recreate a song I'll I can recreate it From instrument by instrument Break it down piece by piece by piece And 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 do it like that And That's really hard to do But you just gotta have an ear for it And it's like And I can do that shit I don't know how It's just That's what God blessed me with And I ain't complaining But It's just like you I just got it Right So <clears throat> So then like Later on You know Now I'm in high school And um, And I link up with MK Cause I know y'all was like Well I know you always talk about MK but it's like It's like how did y'all niggas Meet and I'm about to tell (laughs) y'all I met MK through Cool Ass Al right And it's just Like me and MK Just clicked you know it was Just it was just like we just Clicked I don't know what it was we just clicked You know I guess we liked A lot of the same shit and it's like We just clicked But then like but then like me and A- MK really got close When the music came into play Because I didn't know that MK could rap Right I didn't know I didn't know he could rap Until I just witnessed it one day And I'm like oh shit The nigga could rap right But you know It's like we we got We started building and getting closer When it came to this music Because when I he didn't know that That I, I made beats And then when I told him I made beats this was the beginning of a motherfucking like dynasty. (laughs) I'm going to tell you because through MK, I met a lot of, I met a lot of other cats that was like doing beats and that was, and that was rapping too. So it was like, we all helped each other. And, and to this day, we still help each other. Right. But me and MK, you know, we started linking up and, and, and then we had the same teacher. Name was um well, we had two teachers because we had a class together. We had this drama class, and for a lot of y'all, see, the millennials don't know, but for the cats my age and a, and a little bit younger, you guys might remember a movie called South Central with OG Bobby Johnson. All right. Now, if y'all remember that shit, okay. Now there was a therapist in the movie. Old dude, he wore bl- black. Dude wore glasses, bro, thick ass glasses, you know. Now, his name is Donald back here. Now that was our drama teacher, so he was in the movie as a therapist because the the movie was based off of his book called Crips. All right, very good book, and that's what the movie was based on. So he was in the movie, and he knew MK Kaflo and he used to have like a special type of like hip-hop class and he was a muslim so he you know used to pray and shit like that and he would try to you know like recruit us and shit which was cool because there's nothing wrong with hearing that knowledge right but um so he knew that mk could flow and he knew that i could make music so he was like, hey, I want y'all to do this. And we had this shit at the, at, at the at our school at the Washington called the hip hop, uh, how the hip hop club and shit, right? You know, a lot of motherfuckers was in there. MK was in there, I was in there, a bunch of cats was up in there. Shahid, rest in peace to Shahid, uh Ibn, rest in peace to Ib. He was in that class. It's a bunch of people, man. We, and, it, and it was all positive, right? But we started building. And then we had this teacher. Mr. Blair Erkman. And he introduced us to this keyboard that will forever change our lives as hip hop, as beat makers, rappers, everything. He introduced us to the PSR SQ16, it is a Yamaha keyboard. It is a 16 track synthesizer, right? floppy disk that it came with a floppy disk. You don't see that shit no more with the floppy disk shit. You know that. But back then that's that was the technology. And this keyboard at that time, this was in the 90s. This was like 90 92 between 92 94 this keyboard was top top of this motherfucker was like 2 2G's two at the time because you basically had your studio right there, right? And when he bought this keyboard and he showed us how to you know he look he got the keyboard he hadn't even like really fucked with it yet he introduced it to us me and mk get a hold of it and we start showing him how to use it but when when that keyboard came into play this is when me and mk really started bonding and it was just like we just clicked i was giving him a beat he would flow, and it was just like the shit just took off from there. And MK was making beats. I, I, I then shortly after that I met Crime MK's brother, and you know he rapped. They told me that they you know they had a group backyard groove, and you know and they had some shit. They had some fire and shit back then. But see, a lot of people didn't know about that shit. But them niggas had some shit. And so with my beat making skills and they beat making skills, here here comes just a, a trifecta. Crazy shit was happening, and you know, we started vibing and other people was taking notice and they started vibing. They was like, man, these niggas is, you know, like these niggas is talented. And like I said, it's like everybody, everybody bought something different. See like You know When MK's Like when MK and his brother Backyard Groove See Them niggas rap But them niggas wasn't like Cause them niggas was like Underground They like Like Leaders of the new school Onyx You know like That type of You know like Raw hardcore I'm gonna give it to you Like just straight up You know And that's what type of shit That they do But it was witty But Seriously and Them niggas was But The niggas could flow Right And so, you know, we started vibing off of that. And we would just, you know, we would just do shit, right? Met up with faggot-ass Chauncey. But even during that time, you know, Chauncey had connects, so to speak, right? But he took, but he, he... you know, he, he he saw and he heard what we was doing And he was like, oh shit, you know, like These niggas is different, these niggas is professional, right? So, of course, he wanted to get in And, you know So we met a lot of people You know, and we was trying to get our sound out You know, we was doing shows We was doing all type of shit, right? <laughs> but, making these beats, right? You know, we started... Yeah, you know, we got that. We got that keyboard. It was like that keyboard just changed the game because then I started making, really started honing my craft with this shit about learning how to quantize and you know add reverb. And this is when I started like really like honing my shit. This keyboard changed all of our, all of our lives from a from a beat making standpoint because that led that started from that shit that led to. Other equipment and that led to Other equipment and then So on and so forth You know You know and then we started Linking up with other people like Top Dog What up TD Nigga I ain't talked to you in a minute what's up dog But even TD had Flows and shit And then I linked up with Drew M My nigga Drew M See and I linked up with him And With Drew M that nigga is just on a whole nother level When it comes to beat making I mean This nigga here man Look <laughs> Okay I'm gonna use my Dragon Ball comparison Okay It's certain niggas You know on a level And there's certain niggas that's on a level Now With Drew if. That nigga is on some like Composery type shit So this nigga is a Drew is a musician Right That nigga can play the drums That nigga can play the keyboard You know He can compose The nigga can sing The nigga can rap This nigga is all around Right So this nigga is on some like If we gonna rate it from a Super Saiyan status point This nigga is on like Super Saiyan 4 Right Right already well yeah but he bought a whole different element you know he bought a whole different element to to the table that's my nigga drew right there you know right so you know when we met him you know then we all just started like vibing off one another Because he bought a different element Which is what we needed And then he heard what we was bringing And it, it's just like we all just like Just vibed So now you had Because I'm more I'm more mellow right You know I'm more R&B MK might say sleepy <laughs> Right What? but I'm more like Mellow like R&B type shit But don't get me wrong I can't come with some hip-hop and some fire shit, as you guys have heard, right? So, you know, and then Drew brings, like, that R&B, but rap, rap, you know, hip-hop, club, atmosphere. See, he bring that. And then you got Backyard Groove with MK and Cry. Then you got... MK with that weird like space odyssey like type shit, but it's all like it it all blends together. It's like everybody brings a different element, right? I mean, and then when it comes to this rapping shit, see, I'm going to tell y'all something. Now, see, I can rap a little bit. But that's not my talent. I stick with the production, with the music. Now, if I'm asked to say, if they say, hey, Breezer," like if MK say, hey, Breezer, nigga, I need you to get on a song, right? And it's like, I'm going to all right, what's the song about? All he going to tell me is to do is just listen to it and then just go from there, right? Now, I can write 16 and I can spit it, you know, but you know, like I said, that ain't my talent. But I can do it, and there's a reason why I can't do it. Remember, I told y'all, I grew up in that in the '80s, in the '90s, when hip hop and rap and shit. So don't think that I wasn't taking notes. And so now I'm now I'm around niggas that that spit and that spit good. You got MK that can spit fire. You got Cry that can spit fire. You had TD that could spit some fire. You had Stone, which was Drew M. We still call him Stone. But he could spit some fire. So, you would think that me being around all these niggas that rap, you would think that I would be learning, you know, on the low key. And I don't want to say like on a low key, but I would be learning some shit about delivery, about timing, about, you know, what to say. So, you know. Later on, I finally start. Listen, let me try it, you know, so I can do it. I just choose not to. So let me take another quick pause for the cause and go pay some imaginary bills. And I'll be back to continue the story. Nigga, you know what type of night this gonna be, nigga We about to get cleaned up, nigga We about to get We about to put on the old school We going old school, y'all We about to hit up motherfucking World on wheels, nigga We gonna get our disco on Now we gonna get out there We gonna put them skates on, nigga And we gonna get it So, nigga, if y'all trying to get out Have a good time If you know how to roller skate you need to go hit up World on Wheels Yeah, you heard me right, niggas World on Wheels Yeah, it ain't like it used to be Nah, they cleaned that shit up a whole lot So, it's a lot safe now Which means that the white folks is in there So, but it's a lot safe Now, I'm blowing them up I don't roller skate for shit I ain't never been to World on Wheels and I know how y'all like Well nigga how you gonna Plug them and advertise a place You ain't never been before Well nigga I can do that shit Just because I ain't never been there There's a whole bunch of you niggas That's been there So y'all know what it's like I've only heard stories But if you want to create your own story And create your own memory Then head on down the World on Wheels If you want I know how to get there But do you know how to get there If you want to know how All you got to do is Google That's what we all do now You got Google You got Waze You got all these navigations You'll find that shit So get on down there Throw them skates on And have a good time Make sure you don't fall Cause if you fall Everybody get to laugh at you I'm just saying so go on, have fun. Take your kids down there, have making a family day, and head down to Word on Wheels. Peace. Paid advertisement by Floating on Air Productions. All right, y'all. Welcome back to the show. Right. All right. So, like I said, you know. I was learning my craft. Well, I ain't gonna say that craft. But you know, about the rap shit, you know, I was taking pointers, right? Now, I'm still not good at freestyling. You know, I can freestyle a little bit, but you know, that ain't my you know, that ain't my forte. I leave that to my niggas. But like I said, I can spit sixteen, write out some shit, bam. But Um, But even on the productions, On on the production shit You know And this is when I gotta give props To Drew M Because Drew M Like really like Taught me Like How to use the software That I make my music off of now Which is Reason Right Now I've been using Reason Since 2004 Right You know He showed me how to use it and uh, he showed me just how to like really like get down and make my music. And I thank man, I thank you, brother, because if it wasn't for you teaching me, man, I would not be where I am today with this music shit. But you know, I would listen to to Drew Style, right? So you know, I would. Everybody in the industry Sorry, I'm putting gum in my mouth You know, everybody in the industry Is known, you know, like for sampling And stealing and shit like that But see With certain things, I don't look at it as, As stealing I look at it as borrowing Or sample a little bit Like you take a little bit from this A little bit from that but make it your own Right And set, that's what separates you from everybody else And so that's what I did Being around Drew Listening to the type of beats that he was making Listening to the type of beats that MK and his brother was making And just listening to what was out there You take a little bit of that And just make it your own You know Like My beat making improved so much To where my niggas will hear a beat and they might think, oh man, Stone made that beat, right? And they be like, nah, Stone didn't make that, Breezer made that. And niggas be like, what? And see, and that's the that's the beauty of it. You know, when you a beat maker or whatnot, when you can make music like that to the where it sound like someone else, that means you're doing some good shit, right? You know and now with this rapping shit I mean I remember I'll never forget this day It was me and MK Right We was at the Crenshaw Ball I was hungry than a motherfucker And we walked over to Taco Bell Right <laughs> Yeah MK He know what story I'm about to tell Nigga We go over there. I get the Taco Bell, get my food. Now here's a youngster in there. That there's a youngster in there. He's just rapping. He has some bitches around him, right? Tell you about niggas that that front and floss in front of bitches, right? (laughs) Right. So this nigga was was spitting and he was rapping. I guess there was somebody in there. He might have been battling, right? So I guess. He he embarrassed the other dude, right? So me, so me and MK, we stand in line, but you know we listening, right? <laughs> we listening. We like, all right, we hear what this nigga got. So let me pause the beat. This nigga makes the Carnal Sam. The nigga was feeling himself, right? It was in the moment. Like, yeah, nigga, I'll battle anybody out here. This nigga, you see what I just did to this nigga, right? I'll battle anybody out here. Yeah, nigga, I'll battle anybody, right? So, with MK being the type of nigga that he is, because he's a rapper, you know, MK is all for the challenge of when it comes to these raps, right? Because, like I said earlier, we've seen rap battle raps. We've seen niggas get in the circle, and they spit their best shit. And either you come with it or you don't. They gonna let you know, right? So now because this nigga was flossing in front of these hoes, right? He was really like just just amping himself up. Yeah, how about anybody, right? So MK gives me a look like, Breeza, should I just embarrass this nigga? <laughs> right? I'm like, do what you gotta do, nigga. I got you back. So Mk politely steps up. He was like, "Oh, you? Yeah, I see you." He was like, "You so say you battle anybody?" He was like, "All right, let's go. Let's battle, right?" So when when Mk stepped up to the challenge, the nigga that was like that was flossing in front of the bitch. He was like, "No, like, go ahead spit." No, Mk was like, "No, nigga, you spit first, right?" No, you the one that's present throwing out the challenge. You spit, right? So he was like, all right, give me a beat, right? So he was like, so MK say, like, alright, Breezer, give him a beat, right? So I kick a beat down, I start beatboxing and whatnot. The nigga start flowing, right? He was doing his thing. And I'm looking at MK, you know, we bopping our heads and shit, you know, just the I mean, MK is listening, you know, what he's saying, you know, he like, alright, alright. So I mean, he was spitting hard, and nigga start sweating. You know, nigga was just like spitting raw. He was spitting his best shit, right? Like, like I can tell that he was spitting probably the best shit that he ever written, <laughs> or took all the top shit that he wrote and put all that shit together and made one song, and that was his best shit, right? So he spit, and um, you know, he was like, yeah. So, I, right, so I'm looking at MK, and I'm like, this little youngster has no idea what he is, what is about to happen to him, right? So I'm just like, all right, let, let him go, all right, all right, right? <laughs> so, nigga, MK, I, MK said, hey, no, Breezy, keep that same beat going. And whatever beat I was doing, he, he was like, keep that same beat going. And back in the days MK used to wear these glasses Right <clears throat> You know he used to wear these glasses Which hence got it where he got his name Specs from right But he used to wear these like These type of glasses which, which was cool in the motherfuckers Kind of hard to explain but They were circles right I, I want to say kind of like the Dwayne Wayne From a different world glasses But without the other part But it, it was cool the way he wore the shit Right Alright <clears throat> so When MK took off his glasses Right <laughs> He took his glasses off I knew this nigga was about to destroy this dude Right So MK proceeded to start flowing Right And I was looking at this nigga's face When MK was destroying this dude And he was just having to look like Oh shit Like oh like like each line that MK was spitting was like, ooh, ooh, ooh. He was giving that nigga a tekken, like a 10-hit tekken combo, right? Just 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 kept him coming. It was, you couldn't block the shit. No, even if you block it, you still take a damage, right? Cause before MK even opened up his mouth, he said, Are you done? You sure? You sure? All right. And when he 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 let that nigga have it. And at the end of the shit. That, that other nigga was like Damn I just got my ass Whooped lyrically And afterwards He had no choice but to show respect Right Had no choice Because The other nigga You know he was kind of like a little thug nigga You know was pants sagging and shit And so when me and MK walk in You know we look like some fucking squares You know we look like some fucking nerds and shit Right But when MK opened up his mouth to spit It was like oh shit right, well And that's how it was See I witnessed the shit I witnessed MK slay niggas I witnessed Stone Drew M I witnessed them niggas slay niggas I witnessed Cribe slay niggas I witnessed it So Then later on you know Through Drew M We meet one man, a.k.a. Chameleon, right? One man army. We meet him. Then we meet Prophet and a bunch of other cats, right? So just keep his shit going. This is my journey, y'all. This is my journey through hip hop and through making these beats and shit. This is my story. And they're giving me the go home cue. I wish I could I could tell so many more about this shit. And maybe I will Maybe I'll do a part 2 of this shit But I'ma definitely Come with some other shit At another time But it's definitely gonna be good So I'ma come in the show And I'll be right back Oh good Come on in Let's wind this on home I thank you for joining me on that episode today You know, that's just part one of me just showing, you know, sharing my story with you Where I came from with my beat-making skills But you know, I'm gonna bring you some more shit On my journey or whatnot, that's just part one But this is Feeling the Breeze And uh We've been to get some rain out here in uh, Southern California. You know, Tony, Tony, Tony said it never rains in Southern California. Well, we about to get some rain, but we need it, though. We definitely need it. <laughs> but if you are at work, I hope this your day go by a little bit better. Don't work too hard. If you leaving work right now, I know it was a motherfucker. I'm right there with you. Hell, I just got home my damn self, so I'm tired. If you driving to work right now, man, get there safe. Don't have no road rage, please. If you're going to go to Starbucks, go to Starbucks, get your coffee that y'all drink. I don't fuck with it, but y'all can have it. You know, special shout out to everybody who listens and supports this podcast. I definitely appreciate it. You have no idea. But, shout out to MK, you know, listening on uh, Anchor on here. You can listen and check his shit out, The Wingman Chronicles. You know, check him out on YouTube also. And niggas, make sure you wear rubber when you fucking these hoes Because you don't want your dick looking like a foot Ladies, keep your pussies clean Because niggas don't like eating out of a dirty plate And everybody just be safe out there today Fellas, take care of your woman when she come home from work tonight. Rub her back. Rub her feet. You know, do all that shit. Have dinner cooked. Take care of the kids, you know. Do that domesticated shit that they like. And you never know, do all the right shit. You might get your dick sucked or get some pussy. Ladies in return, do the same thing to your man. You know, when he come home from busting his ass. You know, give him a back rub, have his dinner ready. All that good stuff. You know, you really want to help us relax, suck our dick. Suck that nigga dick. Shit. But shout out to my wife who's slaving right now. Shout out to all three of my kids who getting their education on right now. And uh, shit, man, everybody just be safe today. You know, get out there and be active today. If you procrastinating on some shit, get up off your ass and stop procrastinating. Get up and do that work. Get out there and make that money. Don't let that shit make you. Be careful out there. Because, you know, Johnny Law is out there. You know, do a good deed for the day. Give somebody some change. You know, buy somebody something to eat. Or just tell somebody they look nice today. Or just a simple hello. That shit go a long way. But y'all don't need me to tell you that shit. You know, y'all already know what to do. Hey, but I recommend everybody go see Creed 2 Excellent movie And I ain't just saying that Just cause I'm a fan of the Rocky franchise But it was a good movie It was a good movie I like this shit Go check that shit out And y'all have a good one today For real And as always y'all Always believe